is the Jose Show. Jose Show. Thank you for listening to another exciting episode of The Jose Show. Hello, I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. So the topic that we're going to talk about today is mom, mother, madre, whatever you want to call her. Mother's Day, May 10th, 2020. So I want to give you a little bit of a brief history about my mother. But first of all, I want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there in the entire world, the United States, and I live in Florida. Happy Mother's Day. Today is your day. You deserve this day. You work hard for your family. You deserve a day to be pampered. Whatever that may be, whether it's have the family cook for you, wash the dishes, do clothes, take you somewhere, it is your day. Okay, so let's get started. Uh, first of all, you know, one, th- one of the neat things about having a podcast, um, I can actually look things up as I'm talking to you. So earlier, I was looking at some definitions of mother. So basically, what is the true definition of a mother? The meaning of being a mother. A mother is a selfless, loving human who must sacrifice many of their wants and needs for the wants and needs of their children. A mother works hard to make sure their child is equipped with the knowledge, skills, and abilities to make it as a competent human being. Now, as I scroll down here, I looked up what is a mother's love. A mother's love is different in different seasons. The love of a mother turns her attention to her little ones and away from former hobbies, interests, and pursuits that are too costly and self-focused. The love of a mother makes time to pour into herself, knowing it's the best thing she can do for her family. So, a mother is a very important role in a family. Now, I know some of you, uh, your mother may have passed away. Your mother may still be living. My mother has passed away three years ago. You know, it's... It, it was tough when she did pass away, and I'll give you a, a little bit of a story about that. But to me, a mother is, and this is my definition, is just somebody that loves you. They carry you in the womb for technically nine months. I mean, it just depends on if there's complications. Believe it or not, I don't even know how long my mom carried me in the womb. I mean, it could have been nine months. I, I have no idea. But usually a mother and a child have that bond once they're born. Now, I had a bond with my mother we weren't always on track a lot of times because even though I spent more time with her, I was more keen to my dad. But I really loved my mom. You know, my mom was a hard worker. Um, I can remember days uh, when I was young for breakfast uh, because we lived up north in Delaware. My favorite thing to eat was grits and eggs. So my mom would cook eggs with the runny yolk, not the white, just the yellow. And then she would pour hot grits on top and a little pat of butter and that was my breakfast and let me tell you man I ate that growing up and that's like the best thing I remember and I I do remember back in the day because I used to go to church um, and I still do actually my mom would have breakfast every Sunday morning depending on it could have been sausage eggs it could have been bacon pancakes she always had milk and orange juice for us to drink as well now I'm pretty sure my dad drank coffee because I drank coffee at a young age but my mom worked hard. She cooked the breakfast. My mom used to uh, work in a hospital, and I will, I will get back to that in a second. Um, my mom came from a family of four, uh, three brothers and her, and I believe she was 
born in Bridgeville, Delaware, and how she met my father was uh, my dad was in the military in the army, and he met my mom's brother, David, and I guess they were going on a vacation, not a vacation, but like a furlough for the weekend, and my dad, at the time, of course, he wasn't my dad, <laughs> but uh, he didn't have a place to go, so my uncle David, my mom's brother, said, hey, why don't you come, you know, and uh, hang out with me for the weekend, and uh, well, anyway... He met my mom, and here I am. So my parents got married in 65. Um, and let me see. We moved to Florida when I was 9. Now, I'm currently 48. Now, growing up in Delaware, my dad basically worked six days a week. So I normally hung out with mom. Um, I did shopping with mom. I did cleaning with mom. When mom went bowling, I went to the bowling alley with mom. And I pretty much was a bowling alley kid because I slept on the seats while she bowled in her league. So it's pretty interesting that uh, that's kind of how I grew up. Now, when my mom was younger, she used to live on a chicken farm, and she only had about a sixth grade education. She had to quit because of the fact is her dad became sick, and they needed somebody to take care of the family farm so they could have money coming in. So my mom did that. So basically, sixth grade education, nowadays, if you have a sixth grade education, they're going to wonder what's wrong with you. But let me tell you, my mom was a hard worker. When she used to work at the hospital, she was a custodial cleaning lady. And let me tell you, that lady would go to work. She would come home, clean. The house was spotless and immaculate. She would cook dinner. And, I mean, this lady was just a hard worker. I mean, I'm sure there's like there's people like that today. But, my goodness, my mom, she basically just wore herself out caring for her family. Now, one thing about my mom, though, let me tell you. She didn't put up with anybody's crap. She would tell you off in a heartbeat. If you sassed her, well, back in the day, we would get a spanking. Today, if you try to spank some kids, they want to report you. But let me tell you, I'm glad my mom spanked me because she put the fear in me. And that's why I am like I am. Now, my mom always liked to joke a lot. That's kind of where I get some of my comedian values is from her because she just liked to joke. And her, her favorite day was April Fool's Day because she always got me on that. And uh, I thought that was kind of interesting how she could just do that year by year, and I still fell for it. So like I said, when we were nine, when we were nine, when I was nine, we moved to Florida, and Central Florida, that is. So I've been here ever since I was nine till now. And my mom had did various jobs. Uh, she worked at Golden Corral. She worked at Simple Simon's, which are restaurants. She uh, worked at uh, a school preparing lunches and breakfast for the kids um, and at one time when we first moved down here she actually cleaned homes with another lady like I said my mom was a good cleaner so she didn't have a problem getting clients so even though we moved to Florida my mom still was a hard worker she worked clean cook take care of me and my father now my mom had a son from a previous marriage and his name is Walter and uh, he lives in Delaware of course I live here in Florida the final job that my mom had before she retired on disability was working at the public school system here in Florida and uh, she finally had to end up tiring because she was just riddled with so many things in life from COPD to high blood pressure to diabetes that the poor thing she just was constantly in pain she had fibromyalgia I mean if you touched her it hurt so she just I would say the last 10 to 15 years of her life 
life. She just started going downhill slowly. Uh, she even had renal failure. It really sucked because she had to do dialysis about three days a week. And it's interesting, if you go on vacation with somebody that has dialysis, you actually have to schedule dialysis in the area that you're going to. So that way, when they get up there, they can continue with their cycle on dialysis. And we had to do that one time back in 2015. And it took me six months to schedule uh, a place up there that did dialysis that was covered by her insurance. So that way she could spend time with her family back in Delaware. And that was kind of her last time actually seeing her family being back to the state that she was born at. So if memory serves me correctly, about three years now, like I said, my mom has been in and out of nursing homes, ALFs, uh, doing physical therapy just because she was in and out of hospitals and all that stuff. About three years ago, I was at the home of my fiance at the time. Now she is my wife. And my dad was calling me and uh, asking me to come help put mom to bed. And I'm like, like, why can't you put mom to bed yourself? And because uh, I really didn't want to leave. And uh, so finally, I guess dad, I thought dad had gotten her to bed, but he uh, just left her in the chair and brought her sleep apnea machine out and hooked it up to her out there. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, a friend of mine went over to help my dad trying to get her to go to bed. I can't remember exactly, but I think that's how that happened. So anyway, my dad goes to bed and my mom's sleeping in the chair and all of a sudden he hears something drop and basically what it was is her mask that she was wearing for the sleep apnea i guess she had pulled it off or whatever for whatever reason i don't i don't know if she was having a heart attack or if she just couldn't breathe and my dad calls me on the phone and i'm still at my fiance's at the time and he's like son and i'm like yeah dad he's like i think your mother's dead and i'm like what do you mean you think mom's dead? He's like, she's not moving. She's not breathing. I'm like, oh my God, dad, really? He's like, yeah. I said, well, dad, you need to call 911. And you know, my dad at the time, he's in his mid 70s. So he's like, why? She's already dead. I said, it doesn't matter, dad. You have to call 911. So my dad called 911. So before I left my fiance's house, I called my friend Kim and I said, look, Kim, can you go back to my dad's house and check on my mom? He said my mom's dead because I'm not sure. So anyway, she goes over to my dad's house and she calls me back and she said, yes, your mother is dead. I told my fiance, Jean, I said, I gotta go. Dad thinks mom's dead. I'm heading back to Zephyr Hills. So uh, I got in my car and, and I drove really fast, hypothetically. And uh, when I got there, the police were already there. There was, I think, six police cars and i didn't know this but uh when i don't know if it's just florida or if it's every state when a person dies in their home they consider it foul play so what they do is they interview my dad they interviewed me they would interview whoever was in contact with her at that time they checked out all her medicines and the whole time we had to stay outside so i'm looking inside and my mom was still sitting in the recliner that she passed away in covered up and that was the hardest thing for me to see because you know had i would have came home earlier that evening, I would have had the time to help dad try to get mom to bed, tell her I love her like I always did, kiss her on the forehead, and things were going through my mind, and I'm like, man, I can't believe it. She's gone. I didn't have a chance to say goodbye, and that really bothered me for quite a while, even after her death, and it took the police a while to check out all her medications because she did have a lot of medications that she was taking and they couldn't get a hold of the coroner, so basically they ruled her death as she basically died of everything. That because she was riddled with so much sickness and the finally the uh, 
funeral home came to pick her up and put her on the gurney and that was the last time that I seen my mom in that house and we got to go in as they had her in the gurney to basically say our goodbyes and our farewells and I'm telling you there was so much so much emotion crying and I mean to this day I just I still see it as if it happened yesterday um I really miss her and basically the point of this story and the reason why I'm t- why I'm telling you this story is mothers are important you know I don't know if you have beef with your mother, your mother don't talk to you or you don't talk to your mother because of something that went on during your life, let her have this day. Call her up if you live a long way from her. If you live next door, if you live in the same city or town, go visit her. I understand with this virus going on, COVID-19, that it may be difficult to take her to lunch, but just spend some time with her. Go over to her house, go outside for a picnic and just talk. Talk to your mother. Tell her how much you love her. And then after today, spend time with her as much as you can. I realize our lives are busy because we may have children ourselves. We may have a husband, boyfriend, whatever. But spend time with your mother. They're worth it. Trust me. Don't have no regrets. Time with your mother is priceless. I I only wish that I could get five minutes with my mom. Five minutes. It's not a lot, but it would last a lifetime. And... One of the weird things that I did after she passed is I still have her phone number programmed into my phone and I have the picture that goes along with her uh, phone number. So I actually dialed it and was hoping that mom would have picked up just so I could hear her voice one last time. And obviously somebody else picked up, but man, I tell you, moms are worth it. I can't stress that enough. Take the time to spend time with your mother. Your life is not too busy that you can't call her on the phone or take her out for lunch, dinner, or spend time with her. Don't make that an excuse. Well, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. And yes, you may have kids and your kids want to spend time with you. Try to find some time to do it, whether you spend time with your kids on a Saturday or you spend time with your kids the day after Mother's Day. Spend time with your mother. This goes for everybody. I don't care if you're male or female. Spend time with your mother. I can't stress that enough. I I wish I could get my mom back, but I know she's in a better place. She doesn't have any more pain. She has no more sorrow, you know, because she suffered so much. Always tell your mother you love her. Mothers need to hear the love of their child. There's nothing wrong with saying you love your mother. There's nothing wrong with kissing your mother on the forehead or, or on the cheek. There's nothing wrong with doing things from your doing things for your mother. My mother, she went to a lot of doctor's visits. I mean, it was crazy constantly between me, my ex-wife. I think my dad took her a couple times. We even got people to help take her to doctor's visits because it seemed like she was going to the doctors constantly. But no longer is that happening because like I said, she's in a better place. So anyway, folks, I sure appreciate you listening to the story. I didn't want this to be a Debbie Downer story, but I just wanted you to realize that mothers are important and I wish I had more time to spend with my mother. It's too late. I can't go back. If I could reverse time, I would go back in time and spend more time with my mother. And I didn't treat her bad, but sometimes I got irritated whenever she called me because I was too caught up in myself and I was too busy and I always made excuses. Don't make excuses. Go see your mother. Take care of her. She may be old, but you know what? She put up with you changing your diaper, cleaning you when you're dirty, when you had a boo-boo, taking care of that boo-boo, 
cooking you dinner, lunch, breakfast, taking you to school, doing without so you could have a life. Now I know there's some mothers out there that's probably not the best, but you know what? They're still a mother. Forgive them. Forgiveness is the best. I recommend it. You don't want to be bitter and hold anything against your mother. My mother Esther survived by her husband, Jose Sr., two grandchildren, Charity and Melody, and of course me and my brother Walter. I also want to wish my wife, Jean, and my mother-in-law, Catherine, a very happy Mother's Day. Love you both. All right, folks, I have one last thing that I want to talk about. Um, I had put a post in, one of, in several of my groups um, if anybody wanted me to mention their mother. And I have Stacy Stambaugh wanted me to mention her mother, Dawn Spadassini. Sorry if I messed up the name. Apparently she passed away about three years ago, and Stacy misses her. And then the last person that asked me to mention their mom is Jack Curtin. And his mother's name was Ellen T. Kurt, and she passed away. You know, no matter what, even though they passed away, you can still say Happy Mother's Day to your mother that has passed away and put flowers on her grave. There's nothing wrong with that. I've done that. You can do that. Don't make an excuse. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate everybody listening to my podcast. It's crazy. I never thought I would actually get a chance to do podcast, and it does get easier as time goes by. Before I go, I just want to mention my Twitter account, at Jose Roldan Jr. That is at J-O-S-E-R-O-L-D-A-N Jr. You can look me up on Facebook. I have a page. It's called The Jose Show, and you can also go to Facebook, do a search for The Jose Show, and I do have a group So if you want to join the group, that is perfectly fine. Once again, thank you for listening, and I will check you out next time on The Jose Show. Thanks for listening to The Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And see you next time on The Jose Show.